And here we go. It's episode 17 of Healthy You with Andrea and Drew. My goodness, we're almost at 20. I know. We had a, we had a big party, oh, 10 and 12. Yes. We're yes. still recovering from those ones. Yes, I'm still working off that cupcake. The single cupcake I had. <laughs> so it's another edition, and we are going to talk about some great stuff, as we always do. And then uh, we'll tell people at the end how they can reach out to you, because um, we just kind of touch at the, the very surface of every topic we discuss yes. uh, in these podcasts. And today we are going to talk about the nutrition table, because mm-hmm. apparently there's some changes Yes. something. Do you know what the nutrition table is? No, because I was going to ask you, what exactly <laughs> is the nutrition table uh, for people like me who, so I think I have an idea what it is, but okay. for those who no, aren't really sure, I'm going to say it's for those listening who don't know what it is, and I'm not going to say it's I who don't actually know. <laughs> but if you could explain. Absolutely. So have you ever picked up a box of cookies? Of course. Well, <laughs> I've been known to pick up a box of cookies here or there in my life, yes. <laughs> or anything packaged. Yeah, of course. Yes. Okay, so the nutrition facts table is the uh, uh, the table with all the numbers. Let's just say that. that uh, the, uh, the, the uh, quote, nutritional info that you need to be a scientist to decipher what it actually means. Or a mathematician. A mathematician, yeah. actually. Sorry, yeah. that's the word I was looking well, for. Well, a scientist in some regards, right? And a mathematician Sometimes. for, you know, whether I had two cookies, five cookies, what's yeah. the multiplication well, or the division I have to do. How about this one? Mathematician to know the uh, the amounts and mm-hmm. scientists to actually understand, understand some of the it. ingredients that are in some of these yeah. processed foods. You're absolutely right. And, you know, it's funny because... When I work with clients and ask them, what's the first thing you look at? And they're like, oh, calories or, mm-hmm. you know, sugars and stuff like that. And the nutrition facts table is, yes, it's on packaged items and, and things like fresh, um, fresh produce, mm-hmm. um, meats do not require them. There's another, a little, another list of foods that, that don't require nutrition facts table. But anything predominantly processed mm-hmm. needs to have the information on there to allow the consumer to know what they're about to consume. Some people pay no attention to it. Some people pay too much attention to it. Yes. Um, but the first thing you really do need to look at is what the serving size is that all those numbers actually relate to. So um, over the last number of years, obviously we know that any big changes to anything, especially within our food system, require a number of years of research. And I actually wrote a very detailed article on this when the um, changes were proposed, which was about a year and a half, maybe about almost two years ago now. Um, And I think there are about three different surveys, very lengthy surveys that nutrition professionals and other healthcare professionals were asked to uh, fill out. It's based on a number of years of research, Mm -hmm. a lot of Canadian feedback, and then even like consumers were allowed to offer feedback. So I think that's a great thing that they really uh, brought into this. But the label changes were released uh, last month, actually, or just towards the end of 2016, sorry. Um, And there is going to be a transition period of five years for companies to, you know, adjust their labels. So some companies might just jump on the bandwagon and Mm -hmm. said, you know what, we really wanted to adjust things anyway. Or some people may have been proactive and started doing this when, you know, almost two years ago. Um, But there is a transition period over five years. Wow. And and what kind of changes exactly? Can we be a little bit more detailed without going too crazy and yes, confusing uh, yes. on some of the changes that we're going to see? So the main, the main changes are to the nutrition facts table, the ingredient list, and the serving sizes. So I'm not going to go through all of them because, again, I want to keep you listening and, and just <laughs> almost... Not confused? Almost, not confused, but also just 
aware and curious to mm-hmm. look a little bit more. Uh, to the nutrition facts table, so there's a couple things. Font size, this, that, and the other. The way that the, the information is uh, relayed is going to be a lot more streamlined. So for instance, let me give you an example. Right now, if I were going in the grocery store and I picked up two boxes of crackers and I wanted to find out, say I had high blood pressure and I had to really watch my sodium content. Okay. And I wanted to find out which of these crackers would be better for me. Well, one box might give you the information serving size in, you know, 10 crackers per serving, which would relate to a certain number of grams. Of course. Okay. And then the other box might say 25 crackers, which would relate to a totally different number of grams. So it's, you're comparing quote unquote apples to apples, but you're not because you're not comparing the same serving size. So the serving size within that nutrition facts panel is going to be a lot more streamlined to a look at the general portion that most Canadians consume. Um, again, that's, that's going to differ from food to food. Mm -hmm. Um, and just, and just to streamline what, you know, if 10 crackers of this, of this cracker make weighs 20 grams, well, then this cracker make has to weigh that same amount of 20 grams. And so it might not be 10 crackers, but the weight is okay, going to be, yeah. you know, does so, that make sense? So it will make it apples to apples it a will. little bit more so than what we have right now, because that's, uh, you know, when I look at those, uh, those things, I think that's where, like many others, that's where you kind of get confused. Yeah. Serving size is not uh, necessarily going to be the same. And then, yeah, eh, you're going to just get very, very confused. And I think what I, why I wanted to just give that example is because I want people to look at that serving size instead of calories or sugars. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because we need to know, you know, are you sitting down and having two Oreo cookies or are you sitting down and having seven Oreo cookies? Well, they're not going to have the same amount of sugar and calories as, as what the portion is. So have a look at that. There's going to be changes in, um, the total amount of sugar as well. So, you know, there's the numbers on the nutrition facts panel, and then all the way to the right of the column is the percent DV or the percent daily value. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, again, I just recommend for you to understand what that means and sit down with someone because everyone's diet is different. Yep. Um, and that doesn't pertain to everyone's diet, but they are giving um, a limit to sugar, which was never there before. Um, so it's definitely something to, to look out for. But I just always want to stress the importance that that sugar can be composed of natural sugars, mm-hmm. that of which is found in an apple or strawberries, as well as added. So we can't be so super scared of that, but we do have to understand. So it's making things a little bit more uh, easy for people to understand, but also allowing them to possibly be able to dig a bit deeper on their own uh, as well. You know, contacting a professional is always the best way to go if you are trying to to make some changes to your life. Um, And this is a great thing because my pet peeve and we've talked about this is you go to any restaurant now and they have the calorie count on a menu board. And, yeah. and I have this discussion with people here at my job and we, I don't want to say that's heated discussions, but you can't just look at that number. There's so much more to it. There's, there's a lot underneath just the number of calories. And thank you for poking that out because I actually um, wrote recently a whole blog post on that and the meaning of it. So please do check out andreafalcone.ca to understand that as well. Um, but you can't. You can't just believe those numbers. And one other little thing I just want to quickly touch on the nutrition facts 
table in the nutrition facts panel that of the changes that makes me really excited Mm -hmm. is the ingredient list. So this is often where I tell people to look because the ingredient lists are listed in the ingredients that are used in the most quantity to the least quantity. Mm -hmm. So let's take this whole sugar (laughs) umbrella. So in the past, I'm not going to name the product, but there's something that the first ingredient was whole grain oat. And then it said brown sugar. And then it said uh, wheat flour. And then there was molasses and honey and possibly, um, I don't know, another form of sugar. Okay. So what I think, good (laughs) good call. Good good job, Drew. (laughs) 10 points. Um, (laughs) But what that company did was if you're listing ingredients from the most ingredient to the least used, Mm -hmm. instead of just using sugar, they're using different sources of sugar. So it allows those ingredients to be listed further along yes, the list. It's a little, I don't want to say, well, it's deceptive. It's deceiving. It it's is. deceiving. It is, so yeah. now the ingredient list will actually um, accumulate mm-hmm. all those sources of sugar. So because in the end, the brown sugar, honey, molasses, and agave might actually constitute yeah. the most amount of ingredient that that first ingredient will be sugar and then in brackets all the sources mm. so i always say to people when it comes to packaging if sugar is one of the first three to four ingredients put it down yeah it's not what you want to be picking up right it's it you know every once in a while we have treats absolutely we of talk course. about balance all the time i'm not saying be you know have a restrictive but for an everyday food or maybe a food you have every morning this a good general guideline. So we're going to be able to see, you know, is it really whole grain oat that's used in the most quantity or is it actually sugar? So that's what I'm excited or excited, but just, you know, being able to put that information out yeah, for the that, consumer. That's great information to have. And, and you already touched on it, but I'm definitely going to drive that home one more time is because we always, always, always say you can have stuff in moderation. This is going to really help people as they understand it more and as it's implemented across the board uh, to uh, really learn what's good and not so good when it comes to the everyday foods. Because Absolutely. that... That's really where you get into a bit of trouble. Absolutely. And if people need a bit of help deciphering this info a little bit deeper and they want to learn how to uh, read the nutrition table, how can they contact you? You already gave a plug for your site, but just do it one more time. So (laughs) a very detailed blog post on this I wrote, like I said, a a little over a year ago, andreafalcone.ca. But again, no diet is the same from one person to another. So really being able to individualize what you need and what mm-hmm. you uh, need to look at is that sitting down with someone. So They can hit you up and you're not that scary. So you'll help <laughs> answer any questions people have. Thanks, Drew. No problem. We're going to be back with another edition very soon. Until then, uh, happy eating, I guess, but in moderation. <laughs>